Hi, it's Saf and Ree, your favorite cousin duo. Welcome to Mino, the podcast for those who don't know but want to. Ree is starting over and Saf is just getting started on this ever-evolving journey of life. Come with us as we explore all the things we want to and ultimately how to live and love as intentionally as we can. We'll have some fun along the way. We learn and grow together because that's what this life we have is for. Re? Hello. Guess what? You know, I don't like guessing. We did it. We did it. We did it. It. We've made it to episode numero 10. <laughs> oh, yes. I know you know what I is in Spanish, but whoop. I do, That's but numero us. 10 was just perfect, okay? We made a poll. We've reached it. So if you are listening to this right now, by the end of this conversation, season one will be a wrap. A wrap, wrap. That is that, top of that. And we will be prepping to come back for season two. And what what I try to find some kind of biblical quote because I just got to be touchy in some way, right? And the later <laughs> will be greater. Amen. The later, she say. Amen. Um Amen, my boy. It's the latter, I know. The latter will be greater than there you go. Later cool. I know. Um, I don't want to say bigger and better things because that feels like a commitment I don't want to commit to. But let's just say more things are coming. More things. The same level of consistency. Yes. But better patterns and habits. Yes. Yes. All right. So to close out this season. We're going to talk about something that I've been wanting to talk for a long time, but the timing just won't work out. And some things didn't work out in some ways, so we got to fit this in, and I'm so excited. But it also sucks that we have to be having this conversation. But it needs to be said. It does. And it's been on your hat, so. It has. And more so now, because Mm -hmm. there's been a lot happening. Um that I've been seeing or noticing through the communities I follow on social media. And mm-hmm. a lot of things have been said and in repetition and it annoys me. So we gonna talk about it. And the thing that annoys me is when people stand up with their full chest and say things like, check in on your strong friends. And sometimes they don't got the strut, the, the, what the audacity to add successful in front of strong mm. or behind of strong like checking on your strong successful friends like the audacity where are what what is so important of now in this moment that you never thought to do it before and only in a season of tragedy and sadness mm-hmm. have to encourage that and then it's encouraged for the moment and then and then and wait for the next tragedy everything goes back to normal so yep here is my thing i don't know what strong friend is me know what strong friend is right me no either. because who says that your friend is strong 
And then for the person who may be labeled as a strong friend, who says that you are strong? Is it you calling yourself the strong one? Or is it the people around you giving you that label? And that is exactly what it is, a label. And we are going to break it down and talk some things because we got, we got, we got to talk, um, people. We got to talk things out. Let's talk about it. All right, Ray. So as I was saying, um, who says you are strong or who says your friend is strong, right? And that all comes down to perception because most times I don't think anybody's really saying I am the strong friend, right? It, it comes down to how you show up. So what characteristics make a person appear strong to others? So we're going to talk about a few of them. And I'm going to tell you the first one because it's very much true for me. They don't ask for help or they don't easily ask other people for help with things. They might try to solve things on their own and don't really show you their weaknesses as such. Um, I don't really know <laughs> why that might be a thing. It might be like a protective, a protective um, maneuver. Like you're just trying to not get hot, I guess. What do you think, Saf? <sighs> she says. It could, it could, it could be that somewhere in the past they've reached out and not received a sense of acknowledgement or whatever they reached out about was um I just had the word that downplayed or belittled Mm -hmm. as to something not big or something not worthy of attention so why are you asking about that type of situation Mm. or it could also be that within whatever the relationship is something was said and It, it didn't get the response that they were expecting. And mm-hmm. I guess this is where having expectations come into play. They like to say, don't, don't expect anything. Don't receive hot. I, I have always been a, a person that expects, which is, which is not um, helpful to me, I guess. Well, how do you just turn off expectations? I was about to say, the decent thing in life is to at least expect to be treated human. I agree. We out here are human. We want to be treated well. All right. The second second characteristic is that they seem to have it all together. And the key word is seem. That That is an appearance based on your viewpoint and things don't always appear well things to you things always appear to be going well but everybody knows and if you don't know I don't know where you've been living that looks can be deceiving you know yeah mm-hmm. especially I, in this- I think- oh go ahead go. I was saying that especially in this day and age of social media, it is mm-hmm. very rarely that somebody posts their tears on the interwebs. That's true. They don't want their struggle to be on display. 
and and I cannot understand how within some friendships and relationships you expect to know everything that's happening via social mm-hmm. media. It it cannot happen that way. It cannot. It cannot. I think there's, as you said, with social media, there's this pressure to feel or I should say act like everything is okay. You know, you don't really have that space to show when things are not going well. And insulting friendship dynamics because you might be the person that other people come to. You don't feel like you can show them when you might not have the answers, you know? And like you said, when you're looking at somebody and you're saying, oh, they're successful, but you don't know how they're feeling about what they are doing or, you know, where they are in life. You don't know what's going on inside of them about it. So to assume that because they have this or they have that, that they're in a good space mentally, that's that's not helpful to right. either of you in the friendship. And, and you'll continue to not know if you don't ask. Exactly. You have to ask. Ask these things, which we will come to. <laughs> but the next characteristic is that these persons who appear strong, they are able to help you with your concerns and problems, as I was saying before. They're the person that you go to because they often seem to have answers, solutions to problems. And this is something that I am working on right now because I always feel pressure. Like if somebody asks me something, like what to do in this situation or what should I do about this? I feel pressure to come up with a solution or an answer. And it's really funny to me sometimes because (laughs) if you know me, you know, I can be very indecisive about things related to myself. Like even just ordering something on Amazon, I have to read all the reviews and do comparisons. And then it takes me forever to even order the thing. But when it comes to other people, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to help. I have to help them figure this out. No, you don't. I don't, but just give me a... Right. Give me a, give me a, um, I honestly don't know what it is exactly you're looking for, but I think you should step back and review and then come back to it yourself. Mm -hmm. One thing I'm learning to do is to ask them questions so that they could come up with their own solutions. Very true. Yeah. That's very true. Hmm. That I love that. I love that. I'm gonna take that in. Um <laughs> the other characteristic that we listed was that these persons have difficulty expressing emotions or feelings. So while whoever I'm talking to right now, while you may be while you or your friend may find it easy to just put everything out there. The other part of that relationship very much likely has a difficult time doing that. Mm-hmm. And there, there are many reasons for this. And it's not easy. It isn't. And it, it's like I was saying before with the protection, you know, you're trying to protect yourself because of past traumas, maybe. Trauma, trauma, trauma. But something I was thinking about too, and this might be, I don't want to say it's only a Caribbean thing, but you know, when you're young and if you're a person that cries easily and whatever else, they call you soft. 
and it's like the worst thing in the world to be. It's so soft, yes. Cry for everything and blah blah blah. It's, so it's then, a... as the years as the years go by, what do you think happens? You try hiding yourself. And you're like, oh, I'm just gonna keep all my emotions to myself. Nobody will know what is actually going on. It's an issue that spreads across the diaspora, honestly. Mm. That that's a cultural mm. thing across all areas mm-hmm. of black people. Black people. I wonder if it it well, I don't want to get into slavery talks. Yes. Let's go. Yes, the answer is yes. That's <laughs> why I was right here yes. thinking. The answer is yes. And that's why we have to unlearn these things because when are we going to try and change our perspective on these types of um topics, these areas? Like, you can't still be telling your child, you can't cry when you fall down because that's soft. Or you can't cry when you lose because that's soft. Ugh, it annoys me. So I ain't even going. I ain't going no more into that. Moving on. All right. I have another question. How does your strong friend and strong friend is in quotation marks show up for you? And to flip it so that everybody is included in this conversation, how do you, friend perceived as strong, show up for your friends? Or like these are just possible scenarios or happenings of how you may be showing up for your friends. Yeah? Yeah. So the labeled strong friend, <laughs> that is how I'm going to refer to this from here on out. Always <laughs> actively listens. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dig into active listening, okay? Active listening requires you to listen attentively to a speaker, understand what they're saying, respond and reflect on what's being said and retain the information for later. Now, you could ask, read this. Uh, I am a huge advocate for active listening because nothing irks me more than when I say something, even when it's via mess text or something, right? And you turn around and spin my words to suit your agenda. What was the point? What was the point in me talking? Because it 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 just all going in vain. Yeah, but you know with text, it can be difficult. Just put a little caveat. You know, it's something that we learn in school called reading comprehension. Yes. I'm just saying that not all emotions are transferred with text. If you so, just mean that they just taking the the words and not understanding what it means, then okay. So then ask for clarification, man. I agree. But we already established that it don't really be asking. What's the point? What's the point? But you know, active listening is a hard, a hard thing. It's a skill that needs to be worked on to be developed. Some people have it more naturally, I think. And those that don't, they're probably more naturally talkers. <laughs> I don't I will go with the introvert slash extrovert, but <clears throat> no, it's not the same. I, I know it's I know it's not, but 
<laughs> some people who you know they just dominate the conversation and they they can't make space for somebody else to speak and to really listen to what they're saying they're sitting there the whole time thinking what am i going to say in response that kind of energy so it's, it's a skill that if you want your friendships to be more balanced you have to work on listening actively what 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 can we do maybe this should be my next research project to establish a sense of balance between active listening and sharing for one when it comes to just an individual how can individuals balance giving well nope pause receiving as much as they give you know mm-hmm. i think part of it is just caring i if you care about somebody i mean this is just because i have that tendency more naturally if you care about somebody you will be listening to what they are saying oh so my takeaway from that statement is that these people who don't actively listen don't care ah! you know what ria well, <laughs> let me okay um how to say it without saying they don't care because i don't think it's that they do not care is they don't know all the the aspects of true caring that's all oh. a little bit it's like i mean i mean i am not perfect i'm not saying i'm perfect right but i think that i spend a lot of time trying to figure out well how can i do this better how can i you know how can i show up better how can i do this better and if you're not asking yourself those yourself those questions right if you're not asking yourself those questions and maybe you're thinking that you're doing a great job all the time then you would miss out on certain things and i feel like even though you're quote unquote what do you call it the label even though your label strong friend does not show their emotions easily and might not ask for help there would still be signs right and you want to be able to pick up on those things I was about to say signs that people don't even see. Um, let's move mm. on. Let's move on because it may go sit here for a long time. All right. So your strong friend. Oh gosh. Your labeled strong friend, your perceived strong friend, always seems to be available for you. No matter when you call, no matter what time you text, no matter what the situation is. They always seem available. Baby, I'm yours. Baby, I'm yours. <laughs> and I think Pat and I, I don't know, like maybe that friend is thinking, this is what being a good friend means. Being there. Always showing up. Mm-hmm. That can weigh on a person. No way. Pretty. Um, I was going to ask you, you always available? No anymore. I used to be, anymore. but she's learning. I'm scarce these days. And shout out to the people who appreciate the scarcity though. Um, yeah. What about you? I am still trying to not be available whenever. I mean, I don't want to do it in my regular toxic way, which is to just not answer my phone. <laughs> Put it on, do not disturb. I want to be able to articulate. I, I won't be available to help you with this right now 
that kind of thing, you know, not just disappearing. Try not to do that. Disappear. Uh, perceived strong friends you just want to sing tonight your perceived strong friends are supportive and encouraging especially when you are not at your best i thought you were going to start singing there i don't know oh at your best (laughs) you are okay okay that wasn't right though. Uh, melodically speaking. Should you ever feel the need to wonder why? Okay, so we could agree that friends should be supportive and encouraging, right? Yes. So what's what's um what's the imbalance that happens? The imbalance is that they are there supportive and encouraged when you're not at your best. However, when they are not at their best, it is most likely then. What am I trying to say, God? The likeliness of you supporting them and being available is less. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. So they kind of just go through the, the lower feelings on their own. Yeah. Mm. And sometimes the highs too. True. True. Sometimes the highs. You ever, you ever express... Uh, a moment of highness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why did I say it like that? But you ever express what you ex- mean? Smoking. <laughs> I'm not smoking. I'm breathing. You, <laughs> you ever experience a high and share it with somebody, and their response drier than, and their response drier than <laughs> tough crackers. I want to be a tough crackers for Jesus. Um, <laughs> tough crackers. <laughs> I did it. Yeah. The draining cricks. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Not I have experienced that before, but I have also been on the side of giving like a dry. <laughs> a dry response and I think it comes from like where you are mentally in that space mm-hmm. so I think with the supporting and encouraging for me it's more on the low end because it's like when when somebody else is going through a tough time I'm trying to be there at the very least to be able to listen and allow them to have a space to speak but that it, it sometimes is not reciprocal right so like it's like where is the reciprocity i start saying something and then you just like you feel cut off like oh yeah you feel like the space is not there you don't you don't get to express anything whether high or low you know, you know? and sometimes you will keep both of those things just keep them to yourself past me would have just shut up right but mm-hmm. me today if ever i'm in that space again i'm gonna be like you're gonna let me talk or not because if you're not going to let me talk i think this is the end of this conversation mm. and these are the, the forms of communications that should be happening yep i'm speaking reclaiming reclaiming my time correct too often we we walk through life this is just me talking right 
Mm-hmm. You could see it differently. But I see life when it comes to relationships, no matter the relationship, it is a two-way street. There are mm-hmm. two people involved. It's not a one-way street. Everything can be going in one direction. Things have to pass both ways. Mm-hmm. And if we only occupy in one lane, there's only one thing to happen, dead end. You're going to cut off at some point. Because you ain't got nowhere else to go if you're just going via one lane. Mm-hmm. Something has to break. Revelation time. Woo! Revelation time. And on that note, sorry, did you have anything else to add? No, no, no. Okay, on that note, here are some reasons why the quote-unquote strong friend is a myth it's not uh, real i'm about to say all out of our bottom but also from our brain too <laughs> she is this is the meat of the, 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 the discussion that i really want to get into because i feel like these are things that should be highlighted for for us to understand okay because understanding has to happen we need to get these things into our head all right and top on the list is that we are all human you're not the only human entity in this thing i would like to think that i'm a human too i'd like to think that Rhea is a human too i am something oh my gosh <laughs> i am 100 human my dear listeners wow this this is this is the title of the article on the bottom right yes all right we are all humans this breakdown um is coming to you from daniel layton off of today.com from the article why should why you should be checking in on your quote strong friends your strong friend is not immune from the strains of everyday life In other words, just because they never talk about their bad days doesn't mean they never have one. Think about the things you would want that friend to ask you and try to put yourself in their shoes. Anything different from what we were saying earlier? Nope, it's all there. It is all there. I, I, we don't have to add on anything else, right? Because no. it's so clear. Very clear. We are all going through life, people. Oh, on this, I've had, I, I got to talk about this. I've had a, I had a moment a few months ago, maybe almost close to a year, where I was staring at my hand. And if you didn't know that I sliced open my hand and had to stitch it up, mm-hmm. right? You wouldn't know that there's a scar there. And then the thought came to me, Not because you don't see it doesn't mean it don't exist. Mm. And that's been sitting with me for months. Mm. You not seeing it does not lessen its existence. And that's that on that. Next. Next. So another reason why strong friend is a myth. We process and respond to trauma differently. Mm-hmm. Well, 
the perceived strong friends process and respond to trauma differently. So I'm just going to read, which one should I read? I mean, everybody process and respond differently. That's true. All humans process and respond to trauma differently. So I'm going to read this little section from the Unprocessed Lifestyle blog. And this is from an article titled The Strong Friend, Having One or Being One. And it says, everything builds up until we can't take it anymore and we explode. Of note, the explosion doesn't always look like an outburst of emotion, anger, etc. Sometimes the explosion looks like days of lying in bed and eating poorly, skipping class and lacking motivation, binge drinking. <laughs> I don't know what the last one for me, but the others. No, the others why is that accurately describing match 2020 and beyond minus the binge drinking? Well, I might. I wasn't binge drinking, but I was actively drinking, drinking because every time I went to the store, I picked up a bottle of wine. See? That's probably why I don't even bother these days. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, like, I would definitely be sleeping more and the lacking motivation, like activities that I would normally be interested in, I just would be like, eh. I feel like one of these days. I do that. I'm going to come clean to the universe about the last two years. Well, at, at least that full year, but I'll save that for season two. Season two. <laughs> because, well, Jesus, we thank you for your love and your guidance. We do every day. Every day. Every day. Some places, some places be back, man. Man? I gonna I gonna continue on top of this. Um, back to the Daniel Layton article from today.com. It says, pay attention to signs that indicate when your perceived strong friend could need a friend themselves. Irritability, i.e., mood swings, sleep irregularities, i.e., oversleeping or sleep deficiency. Diet changes and negative self-talk are some of the many signs that can indicate that it's time to reach out. And that's what I was saying earlier. You have to pay attention. Like, recognize when your friend's behavior is just different. You know, it says a lot to me if you're unable to notice the changes in your behaviors of your friends, the people that you say you love. How do you not see these things? Mm. my lips are closed right now I don't want to talk anyway our last our last point that has that does not require anything to follow it you're so Jesus make it clear I'm going to make it very clear your assumptions are not fact alright full stop Post that point blank period. So, my people, here are some suggestions from us. Um, I could speak for myself when I say I'm sometimes the perceived strong friend. And I don't like it. It is a label that you created based off an assumption that to me makes zero sense. Um, on, on, um, uh, well, not 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 assumptions, but 
some things to look into like how do you show up for your perceived strong friend what are you actively doing right now and if you're not actively doing these things then take them as suggestions yeah you do that all right four seconds listening <laughs> do it for yourself not us all right i did it for myself <laughs> you know that you know that <laughs> you know that reference no mighty ducks mighty ducks too <clears throat> you lost it for us you lost it for yourself all right go ahead continue serious conversation Whoa! all right Consider your last conversation with this friend and think about who initiated it. What topics centered said conversation, conversations? Mm -hmm. Was there space for them to share and express? Do you create space for them to share and express? And do you take time to ask the question, how are you? And we're going back to that article from today.com by Daniel Layton, where you should be checking in on your quote unquote strong friends. Instead of giving your strong friend the opportunity to vaguely answer, I'm fine and move on, challenge their answer by asking, why are you fine? Or what stood out to you today? This helps keep the conversation going and shows your interest in their feelings from the start. And I think that's important because when we ask, how are you? Are we really looking for the full answer? So we might need to follow up with something so that we get a more complete picture of how they're actually feeling. I know sometimes when people ask me, how are you? I just say, I'm fine. And I don't be fine. No. A simple how are you goes a long way for me because it does. It is much better than hope you're good. That's an assumption. And I'll just tell you that your assumption is not fact. That's a good point. Because I think that is that hope you're well. If I turn around and say no, I'm not, and you just move on without acknowledging the fact that I said no, I'm not care from him, man. And you just you just trigger something in my mind and I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> Hope you're well. I hate to see it. I have said it before, but I am like actively just not doing that. Like, hope you have a good day or hope you had a good day. I'm going to ask, how, how was your day? Exactly. That I am actively practicing the shift in language that shift in language when it comes to that because it gets on my nerves and i don't want to be presenting that to people like i i genuinely want to know how your day was so like if i if i in a conversation with somebody and i know they had a trip how was your trip not Mm -hmm. hope you had a good trip like how did the trip go was it good and then if not be like okay what you know yeah, like what went well, what did not go well, those kinds right. of things. Right, break it down. I ain't gonna sit on here and act like I know it all and assume that everything went well with you. Oh, assumptions. Put your assumptions underneath your bottom, okay? Just sit up on, under your sit up on. Six, six, six. All right, so 
how to show up for your friends and this is for everybody not just a specific group of friends but this applies to every and all okay friends family as well anybody who you 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 say you care about i want i want to say this one because we've been talking about it you ask questions do not assume let me say it again ask questions do not assume that one is straightforward like in your conversations ask all right you need to also be willing to listen as much as you share that balance you know i'm trying to figure out like how you would, how you would help somebody to find that balance I go, we're gonna figure it out i'm gonna we're gonna, we gonna find some kind of activity or practice that we could take on to establish this balance because it is needed. Look, I go got me putting my researcher cap on. Who said I want to be out here researching? Get it on. Put my degree to use. Anyway, <laughs> don't always expect a yes. A yes in this lifetime isn't always guaranteed. Even when you think you should get a yes because that no could be the fuel to prepare you for a future yes. And I think coming from that too, it just um, don't make people feel bad or, yeah, don't make them feel bad if they can't show up for you in a moment. Like if you really need their help or whatever, don't feel, don't make them feel guilty about not being able to show up for you in a way that they probably were accustomed to showing up. Because what, 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 what you could be doing is considering why they're not able mm -hmm. to show up fully for you because it is most likely that they can't show up for themselves. Mm -hmm. And um, if I cannot show up for me in this moment, how am I supposed to show up for you? And you see, that's why that space to express is important because if that person felt like they could tell you, you know, I'm going through blah, 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 such and such, then you wouldn't be coming to them at that moment because you would already know that they can't show up for you. Wow. Wow. That's why we got to ask questions, people. Oh, my God. And as we said, this is for all friends. So, like, we speak into ourselves. We're trying to, to do better and be more intentional about these things as well. Even though we might have been doing some of them well, as we said, there are some that we are still working on. All right. And going into the last way you can show up, even though of course there are other ways, this is, this is just our list. Give them space, give your friends space to show up as they are, even if it's in a way that it's foreign or new to you. So Crystal Jackson wrote an article called Your Strong Friend Gets Tired and it was published on medium.com. Friendship should allow for us all to have good days and bad days because why? We're human. That wasn't an article. That's my little addendum. And to feel what we feel, no matter how right or wrong our lives may be going. We need to have the room to share our struggle and find a safe space in our friendships to tell it like it is. Even when the way it is, is contrary to the way our friends are accustomed to seeing us. Nothing else to add because that's it. That's it. I think that's that's pretty straightforward. That's it. And if you ain't catch that, come back, rewind, re 
could you could you rewind could you could you possibly rewind and come again heal and come again that's that's about the conversation you know um good people that that's it right and i hope you took it all in with the openness that we prepared it with and i want for these things to sit with you if you need to write about it write about it if you need to talk to somebody about it talk to somebody about it hit us up on instagram it could be on the podcast page at Mino Podcast or our individual pages. WhatsApp us if you got we number. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I am always open to have conversations with people. Mm-hmm. So let's talk. I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. Let's talk about friendships. I was about to start singing it. <laughs> let's talk about two-way streets. Let's talk about... Okay, then. He came through with the remix. Uh, all right. What we're going to leave Aya on is some questions that your friends probably want to ask, but 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 don't feel like they have the space to ask. Mm-hmm. And consider these questions. Yeah. Why don't you make the effort to initiate conversations with me? Lord, I feel like I should have read the first one. <laughs> the second question why do you only assume that i'm angry with you or that you did something to me when i'm no longer initiating conversation number three am i not worthy of love and compassion and number four am i not allowed to experience pain and struggle or must i always subscribe to your image of who I am and what I experience. Mm. Thanks be to God. Amen. All right, fam, people, darlings. We made it to episode 10, which means that season one is complete and we still don't know what to call you. <laughs> but yes, this is our last meeting on Monday for a while. Shout out to everyone who's been here each week. And if this is your first hashtag Mino Monday, welcome. Thank you for joining our journey this far. We started this podcast to share the things that bounce around our heads and the shenanigans from our private conversations. We want to be good humans, whole, intentional, slightly hilarious people. And we hope that our sharing thus far has empowered you to do the same. Keep up with us on Instagram for updates on season two. And don't hesitate to send suggestions our way for what you'd like to have us speak on or explore. Follow the podcast at Mino Podcast. Follow me, Saf, at safia.anika underscore. And follow Re at re underscore underscore V. See you when we see you. Bye.